Hi everybody, welcome to the first ever work from home edition of What's Your Story. <laughs> this is, uh, as always, Michael DeLulio, uh, along with uh, Deb- Deborah Luna. Hi, Deborah. Hello, Michael. How are you? I'm doing fine. What's uh, What's your setup look like? Where are we operating <laughs> from in your home today? We are current. I'm coming to you live from my uh, guest room slash office slash child free space um i have my two small kids just outside this door may make a surprise appearance uh also my golden retriever may pop in at any moment so hopefully we uh we keep them at bay but how about you what's your setup like yeah yeah no i navigated up to the i'm usually at the dining room table my wife and i are co-working from there but i i came upstairs into the office so i'm staring at my uh uh, Buffalo Bills helmet signed by X Bill, X Eagle, Troy Vincent. Uh, Very nice. A little, little bit, little fanhood going on. So very good. You know, jeez, uh, we're we're in kind of crazy, unprecedented times here. But uh, it looks like I know Paychex has ninety five plus percent of employees working from home at this point. Yep. Um, Quite the transition like- over the last few weeks, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think seems like people are settling in. Um, mm-hmm. and, and today, the thing mostly that I you know I'm excited to talk to some folks about is how the technology folks at Paychex have made this uh, really a, a seamless a transition to work from home as you could really want mm-hmm. um, from a tools and resources standpoint and just the planning and preparedness that they clearly had to have have made this so expeditious. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, up till about up, up till about a month ago, you know, Paychex was a, a fairly uh, office based culture, and I think that that's a you know a huge part of um, you know the the culture here at Paychex is being shoulder to shoulder with people and and being in that environment uh, with your team, and so certainly no small feat to lift and shift us all to our to our home offices, and uh, I'm excited to talk to our guests today about that too, and find out how we made it to this new normal uh, over the last three or four weeks. Yeah, very well said. So uh, the guests that Deborah speaks of, we've got uh, Joe Cooperberg joining us on the line, as well as Randy Galouche. Um, hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, guys. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Deborah. How are you both? Doing well. Doing well. Welcome. Welcome to What's Your Story? So we think maybe we could start, uh, Joe, if you want to go first, just sort of, uh, you're a well-known guy around here, but uh, just your name, uh, your title, just a high level kind of kind of what you do, and then Randy, you could follow that up. Thanks, Michael. Joe Cooperberg. I am a business applications and system manager. I work out of the Webster Basket Road building, but like you guys, I'm working from home, being a part of IT for more than 20 years of paychecks. And like you guys, my home scenario is my wife is a school teacher, so she is home. Our daughter is a college student. She's home with us, online learning, and our son is a professional in California. Since they're on lockdown, he's home with us too. So like you guys, we have a full house and happy to be here. And Joe, I have to chime in really quick before Randy introduces herself. I'm picking up a familiar accent to me as a former Long Islander. Are you from the Rochester area originally? I have to ask. Deb, you nailed it. Born in Brooklyn, <laughs> lived there till I was nine, went to Long Island, graduated Sachem High School, and met my wife at the University of Buffalo. And as much as I love returning back there to visit, this is such a better place to live. Yeah, I agree. I'm a I'm a transplant as well from Oyster Bay, and uh, anytime I hear that familiar, you know, that familiar accent, I have to ask your roots. So thanks for uh, thanks for indulging me. And Randy, tell us about you and your background here at Paychex. Yeah, sure. So my name is Randy Galouche. I'm a desktop systems engineer here at Paychex. Um, I've been with Paychex for five years now, and I've had four different roles within IT, which has been really fun. I've been able to learn a lot about 
IT here at Paychex. So I actually just started work from home full-time in December. Uh, I moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina from Webster, New York. And so I've been working from home for a little bit longer than everyone right now, but not a whole lot longer. Um, but I have a lot of experience working from home overall and uh, working with remote people because our team is, is semi-remote as well. Wow. Yeah. You, hopefully you've got some nuggets to share with those extra couple of months of, exp- of experience then today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still a learning process every day, but you know, it's, it's an adjustment for everyone for sure. Yeah, of course. So um, yeah, let's kind of dig right into that. I mean, we, I said off the top that of the 15,000 plus employees at paychecks, I know we're upwards of 95%, you know, working from home at this point. And I, I was taken back, honestly, um, I have all the respect in the world. Our IT organization is fantastic, but I never could have anticipated how smoothly they were going to transition everybody to a work from home environment to where, business has continued on, you know, as, as usual as possible, I guess, given the circumstances. So, you know, either of you guys, Joe or, or, or Randy, um, can you share any insights about, uh, you know, the amount of planning or preparedness you knew we already had for something like this or what, what enabled this to be so smooth? Yeah, I can pop in and start. The first thing I'll say is we always had BCP business continuity planning over the years, as you've been with Paychex through hurricanes and through earthquakes and power outage, we've always been able to sustain the business. But something like COVID-19 is something we've never seen before. I will say about two and a half weeks ago, we started getting into a daily war room. And that's what we call a red team room where we're all working together and planning out what we're going to do. And it quickly came together. From my piece, I was working on communication and putting documents together. Randy's team was doing how do we get payroll specialists who are working on big desktop computers able to be working at home. And she can talk a little bit about that. And all the different parts of IT were all working together. The network group, the enterprise support group, the productivity systems engineering group, everyone working together to make sure that we could get everyone home and they have the equipment they need. Yeah, Randy, I'd love to hear uh, if you can talk a little bit more about the employees specifically who had the, you know, a regular kind of more tower-based computer or whatever it was that wasn't as portable, how did we get them ready to mobilize and get home? Yeah, absolutely. So we we definitely did have to employ a lot of techniques that we weren't necessarily prepared for. We actually ended up um, having to order wireless adapters for everyone who had a tower and installing those into the machines. I believe the end users ended up having to install those in their own machines, which Pretty much everyone got their hands on technology a little bit more than I think they expected, but there were a lot of things that we did employ that we weren't expecting, but there were also a lot of things that we basically just escalated. There were a lot of plans that we had that were planned for down the road. We were, we were working to get there, but we hadn't gotten there yet. And a lot of those things were just escalated and, and just kind of jump started our future plans and got us right on that path to enable everyone to be mobile. Yeah, I think I think that's like the most interesting thing from my perspective. So, you know, as an employee, um, the last month, it, it sort of felt like it was you were watching it in slow motion and then suddenly it was in your front yard. You know, it was it was this, oh, it's a far away problem. It's not anything we need to worry about today. And then suddenly it was immediate. And I think the one of the most remarkable things is that huge transition in the shift. Um 
it, it did really happen in, in such a quick period of time. I mean, it, you know, from other conversations that I've had, um, you know, it was something where we were looking at the potential of moving so many employees to work from home. And then the decision was, was sort of made overnight. Um, and that, and that shift. And I, and I like what you talked about there, but the, the technology piece and employees really needing to sort of everybody needed to be at the table to either make modifications to their system or 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 you know um, you know do some installs or things like that. So talking about that technology and some of those resources that we had available to us, um, talk to me a little bit about how we lifted and shifted our employee base to be a more virtually enabled audience as it relates to the software and the technology we were using or we are using. So, um, you know, even things like how we're recording today, um, you know, where we would normally be sitting together in a studio, uh, the different technologies we use like WebEx. So what were some of those um, those processes and, and how, how did we ensure that we were sort of amplifying that user experience? We are a big user of WebEx systems. We employ both WebEx meetings and WebEx teams, and those are able to be run on our computers at home or at the office. And what's great to know is when you're using that, there are tips that we employ to help for a better user experience. Part of the Paychex culture is be here now, and that means paying attention, being in the conversation you're in, and not drifting off, not playing on your phone, not doodling in your notebook, and really paying attention to the person in front of you. Our WebEx applications allow us to be here now by employing video. And when we're working with each other and we can see each other via the video, we're being true to each other and we're helping each other out. And to have a good video experience, I'll throw in some technical tips. It's important to have an uncluttered background. This way you are focusing on what everyone is seeing and not taking away the distraction of what's in back of you. And also making sure that you're in a quiet setting so no background noise is picked up. And then making sure your camera is focused on you. You can have it focused on the left or right or to the side. If you really get it going on your face, it will help the other person you're talking with be in touch. And the WebEx technology has really helped us with the video, especially. Yeah, Joe, I love the focus on having the video. I mean, you let's let's get this out on the table. Joe is our first ever returning guest on the show, and when we first spoke with you, you know, last summer I think it was, we talked about the value of using the video capability when you have these virtual conversations because of the level of engagement that. It enables, um, and I just fast forwarding to today, and everyone is starting to use that. And uh, I just think it's funny uh, thinking about how maybe before, you know, everyone was so polished with either, either their clothes or whatever. If I'm going to be on a video, where I think everyone's very quickly getting to a point where eh, my hair wasn't as brushed today, and everyone's just sort of seeing each other. It's, it's, it's this very raw, like, hey, here we are. Let's continue to get our work done kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, too. I've noticed even like in the social media, you know, ecosystem, how much more people are going live on Instagram and Facebook. It's like, it's like we want this, this outlet to see other people because we're, you know, as much as I love my family, those are the, the three faces I see every day. <laughs> So, you know, it's nice to be able to look through the the webcam and see someone else and make that virtual connection. And I agree, it just it, it helps drive that engagement, um, you know, amongst the team and, and make us feel more connected in, in an uh, environment where it would be very easy to feel disconnected. Yeah, video Absolutely is so right. and 
I'm sorry, Michael. I just wanted to add one more thing. Video is so important. It's so true. At home, I've gotten used to maybe wearing a sweatshirt. Or, well, we're in Rochester, so I don't want to say wear shorts only a couple of days a week. But I did have a meeting last week with some of the higher-ups, and it was funny. My wife did notice I put on a nice one of my tennis shirts and a nice pair of pants just so I would be ready for that call. So it is uh, being aware of yourself much more often. <laughs> when the occasion requires it now, okay? We're changing our, our guidelines a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, you talked about, um, you know, that we're, we're a big customer. Obviously, we use a lot of WebEx tools, the biggest being kind of WebEx meeting versus WebEx teams. Um, I, I know we, I'll say this, we've on MyLink and uh, we're going to be, I know, adding some FAQs employees can check out about the technology topics we're discussing today. But we've had a lot of discussion about WebEx and the different ways to optimize it. Um, and one of those things we focused on was the differences between WebEx meetings and WebEx teams, when one might be more advantageous than the other. Um, maybe just if you pick the top two, three bullet points, Joe, uh, comparing the two, what, what should people know? If you're going with a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you're definitely going to want to use WebEx teams. That is much stronger. You can video conference with a person. You can audio conference with a person and be able to get something going right away. I'm gonna take it to the next step. If you're looking at two, three, four, five people, on WebEx Teams, you can create a space. So you have a space with those two, three, four, five people. While you're communicating with them in a meeting via WebEx Teams, you could also have a dedicated space and have notes that you're typing in the space. And those notes continue even after the meeting has gone, as long as you've created a space, which is great. Now, if you're talking about a meeting of 10, 15 or more people, you might do a little better in WebEx meetings. The WebEx meetings view allows for the what we call the Brady Bunch or the Hollywood Squares view where you can see that grid, where on WebEx teams, you can only see three or four across the bottom plus the person speaking. So I think once you get past that five level, you may wanna look at choosing both, but definitely under five, always WebEx teams. And even that five to 10, that sweet spot, I think you're okay. But once you get bigger than that, WebEx meetings might be better. Also, similar to the way that you can stock your fridge, you can put the produce in a drawer or you can put it on a shelf. You can hold a meeting on both WebEx meetings and WebEx teams. But if you want to have a big meeting with more functionality and more people, then WebEx meetings may be the way to go. Yeah, that's great information. Um, <clears throat> so one of the big things I know that I wanted to hit on today, um, if people have questions about WebEx, any of the things we've talked about today, one great new place they can go to get answers, ask questions, have some community interaction uh, on these work from home technology topics is a Yammer page that uh, you just created in the last week or so. Um, just remind me, you know, what's the exact name of the page? Um, I know people can get to Yammer just from the MyLink homepage. There's a Yammer icon in the upper left. But just talk to me about, you know, why we created the page, what the primary uses of it could be, um, and again, the, the name of it if they want to search it. Yeah, absolutely. It is the WFH Tech Tips page, and that's Work From Home Tech Tips. You can search it on there. We already have over 250 members. I'm getting input from people across the Enterprise Technology Services group for what to put in there. It's a great place to correspond with other employees, tell your experiences. I think one great tip, I've got several in there, but one great tip, and I do want to say there's a gentleman on our team, KP, and I call it KP's Golden Rule. He said, whenever you're on audio on a conference, unless speaking, go on mute. That 
he eliminates all the background noise. And I think it's a great golden rule. It's one of the rules we've had in there. We've had other tech tips in there as well, including when you're on a video conference, one of the best things to do is close out other applications that are working on your PC, reduce any streaming that you have going on as well. That will ensure you have solid speed. And I know that's something I talked with Randy about before this call. And I think maybe she has another tip or two that she'd like to add in about that. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree 100% with everything that Joe said. Um, it's important to note that streaming isn't just on your computer, though. Uh, that streaming is also watching Netflix or watching YouTube or having your kids watch something while you're trying to do a video conference. That could definitely be a huge impact on your video conferencing software. So um, try to keep an eye on those things happening that you aren't even thinking about that are happening in the background in your house. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't think I have any other major tips. I think Joe pretty much covered all of them as far as video conferencing goes. Muting is definitely very, very important. Uh, I've been on mute pretty much the whole time that I've been on this call, just in case, because there's a lot of construction happening behind the scenes, and you don't want to distract other people from what's going on in the call with what's going on in your yeah. life. I think that's a, a really uh, a good call out, Randy, too, about the streaming other things. Not something I would have thought of. And as someone who's currently trying to balance, you know, working from home full time with homeschooling one of my kids, um, there's typically something streaming somewhere in this <laughs> somewhere in this house, whether it's, you know, Frozen 2 for the 942nd time or, you know, something on PBS Kids if I can manage it. So, um so it's a good call out for sure uh, to, to know that that's all impacting, you know, the bandwidth of, of a particular streaming service. So that's good. A good tip. Yeah. And I love it. It sounds so common sense, but the whole, you know, try to have yourself on mute if you're not necessarily, you know, talking very frequently. Uh, I, for sure, because we talked about kids, you know, I've got two here. They're always trying to contribute to my to my conference calls. <laughs> it seems like the last whatever, a couple of weeks. Um just remember to take yourself off mute before it's your turn to talk because you don't want to be that person that uh, is still on mute. Yeah, that's true. What have we not talked about here, Joe, Randy? Things that um, uh, you know, we talked about some places employees can search for resources, MyLink being a big one, employee FAQs being another, um, or are there just topics in general that we um, we didn't talk about that would be good to? Yeah, I'll add a couple I'll add a couple more in. Uh, the first I'll go with is shifting your schedule. So many of the communication tools that are used, not just across paychecks, but across all industry, are seeing unprecedented amounts of volume. And one tip that we picked on for many of the services, one tip we picked up on for many of the services, was starting your meeting on an off hour, kind of shifting your schedule the way TBS used to do it in the old days when their program started at 6.05 or 8.05. If you start a meeting on the quarter hour at 15 after or 15 till the hour, you'll be able to get better connectivity right in because everyone's fighting for that bandwidth at the half hour and the hour. Additionally, the other thing I wanted to mention was about your monitors at home, the ones you brought home for the office, or if you've always been working from home like Randy, the ones you have home. Sometimes the visual quality isn't quite what it was at the office or it can change based on when you log in. And I wanted to mention another tip that a gentleman mentioned to me. And that was if you go into your computer settings and you look for the adjust clear type setting it is a way to center both your monitors, make them more granular and easier to view. Something I think that can help everyone as well. Randy, any final thoughts from you? 
Yeah, so I guess what's interesting to me is that this isn't just a paychecks thing. This is a worldwide thing that's happening right now. And I think personally that it would be, it's it's really cool to look around at your surroundings, look at your neighbors, talk to your friends, your family, and get tips from them, give them advice that you've heard. And if everyone kind of works together towards this, I think it's going to be a much more simple transition for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great uh, a great perspective on it, and that's you know something really unique about this situation. Joe, you mentioned earlier we've we've always had BCP. We always you know there's there's a hurricane, there's a power outage, or things like that, but uh, nothing at this scale. And um, if nothing else, we are all in this together, and it's good to know that we've got you guys behind the scenes helping to make sure that our employees who are now working from home in these new environments are are uh, as enabled and as empowered as they can be to to have the best experience. And and we thank you for all your hard work over the last few weeks and, and what, what you will still remain to do as we move forward in this new normal. So, so thank you both for, uh, for your perspective and your insights. It's been really helpful. Hey, Deb. Hey, Michael. Thank you both. And, and I always like to close with Michael whenever we're together, whether it's corporate challenge or just running into each other in the building, it's always great to work with another national sales support uh, alumni. Yes. I saw hey. that in your background. <laughs> We've got the the scars to prove it. I, 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 <laughs> but uh, all right, well, thank you guys so much. And and once again, I, if anyone listening, if you've got questions on you know technology tools, resources, tips, absolutely check out that Yammer page. Uh, post questions. Maybe others have, have thought the same thoughts as you. So um, you know, head there. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, continue to bring you content during this work from home time, and uh, obviously thereafter. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back. This podcast is property of Paychecks, Inc., 2020, all rights reserved.